When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All three is rolling. All three rolling. Hey. We rolling. We rolling. <laughs> That's what you going to do? We That's... rolling. <laughs> so yes. which one is it? Rock, it's paper, or scissors? It's rock, it's, it's... paper, scissors. Oh. So what's scissors. the rock? This the rock. Okay. This Where's the, the paper? Paper. No, that's not what you did. What, that's new. <laughs> that's that's paper. something real new. Okay. Okay. Paper. And then, so what's this? What's this? This, this is scissors? scissors. Okay. Okay. That, that's rolling. So, Q, we, <laughs> might, we might need to reconfigure the All guest, right. the co-host for the All podcast. Right. You know, oh, at, least we got, at least we got the pilot. Okay. Uh, true. Right. <laughs> we got a photo shoot in there. Right. We got some BTS. We rolling huh? those. So that's all that matters. Oh, okay. that boy, no one hey, behind the scenes there. Loyal. Okay. Be loyal. Facts. So we're gonna transition. We're gonna pivot. All right. Unlike how you was loyal to me at the wedding. Ooh. We're gonna talk about that. What's up, y'all? Jeremy here, man. Look, man. Crystal, Mike, mm, love y'all. Appreciate y'all rocking with me. My God. Um, so for those that don't know, that's been following the journey, for years I've been asking people, like, yo, people have been asking me, rather, you're going to do a podcast, you're going to do a podcast. And I'm like, yeah, because I got one for teachers, yeah. but this is a different type of energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, this one here can be kind of like all of me and my people. And right. so, Mike... I'm excited about you joining me on this journey, you know what I'm saying, yeah. as a co-host, kind of rocking with us with the podcast because we go back, back. Facts. Like, when I first met you, boy, hey, Crystal, you don't know this, when I first <laughs> met Mike, that boy had a perm. Hair down his back. First yes. of all, what are you doing? What are you doing right now? Okay, I'm not to affirm you. <laughs> Bruh, he was fresh. He literally, he literally had better hair than most of the girls on campus. So Check let me just off. say that. Let me see. Let me see what perm potential you had. I don't look. I don't so look he like what it I, out. He perm- burned it off. That's, I don't, that's he what don't happened. look like what he's been through. I don't look like what I've been through. Okay. He burned it out. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but even but okay. even at, but even after that, you know, after college, you know, me and Mike really grew a bond because when I first came back to God, you know, I was out here struggling a little bit. But when I first like got realigned with my purpose, I was active in the local church was doing a lot of outreach and stuff like that. Mike was like first one on the scene. Remember we had the shirts. Right. We'd be out in communities, knocking on doors, feeding people, clothing people, like really looking out. Yeah. And you've really been kind of taking this journey with me through the years. Yeah, appreciate um, Travel with me to South Africa. Just all over. Every city we pull up into, Michigan, you know what I'm saying, like Cali, like wherever we were at on tour, you were always there. So it made sense. Yeah. And you come with a certain energy too. So don't hold back. That's love. It's weird. I, it's like I want you on your best behavior, but don't hold back. But don't hold back. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to try to balance it well. And I know I know you know how to tell me to relax and get in line when I need to. I think we should pray. I think, <laughs> I I think we need to. No, yeah, you're going gonna to be Gucci. Okay. Yeah, you're going to be Gucci. <laughs> and Crystal, let me tell you about my cousin. Talk flesh in my flesh. Blood in my blood. She about that life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my yeah, cousin, like, like real cousin. You know how some people like play cousins? Like, now this real family. And I felt Crystal would be super dope on the podcast. She's experienced so much life working for Sony and been in the music industry for years. Oh, that's dope. Now doing her own thing. I look up one day, she in Dubai riding camels. Then the next <laughs> week I look up, she had the Rock Nation brunch. That's you know sick. what I'm saying? Like, that's just dope. experiencing life on that next level. Yeah. So I'm yeah. excited to see what conversation we can curate. So welcome. Thank you. Man, I'm excited to be here. Yeah. yeah I just can't wait. You, you know we about to get we about to get lit in here. Oh, you're sure? So I'm just excited. We, we going up, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but while while we while we talking about that, I just feel like for the people, I feel like let's 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 kind of let them know what to expect from next level living. So from from the people's perspective, Jay, can you tell the people what they can expect from the Next Level Living podcast? Yeah, so so I think that the biggest thing, right, when people look and ask, like, what Next Level Living is, like, for me, it's the constant mm-hmm. pursuit to be everything we've been called to be. Like, I feel like God has made all of us fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah. It's an amazing plan he has for all of us. 
but sometimes people settle. So we're going to curate conversations. Talk about it. Okay. Yeah, we're going to curate okay, conversations okay, okay, okay. to see like what it looks yeah. like yeah, to yeah, go yeah, to the yeah. next level, what yeah. it looks like to be phenomenal, yeah. to be special, spectacular, True. to be epic, like and not be average, like yeah. always grateful but yeah. never settle. Yeah. Okay. So that's the type of conversation Ooh. we can curate. And 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 they're going to see the full us. Yeah. A lot of people don't know. They see a lot of my videos when I'm traveling and speaking and motivated on stage, rah, rah, rah. Like I could turn it up, but I'm a, I'm a goofball. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I can, you know, I got a little yeah. sense of humor. People need to know that yeah. you're they, a real person. Yeah, they gonna catch the fullness <laughs> of me. And hey, I think about my boy Toby. Yeah. And Toby was just like, man, what's most liberating about life is when you can be your authentic self. Yeah. That's mm. And I think like now, because a lot of times when I post up content on social media, I'm always thinking about, all right, what, what's gonna bless the people? Mm -hmm. Like, what's gonna motivate the people? Yeah. And I feel like God saying, like, bro, you just being you gonna you bless the people. You. You know what's crazy is yeah. that hey. you being you, I had to learn at an early age that I was okay being me before it was before it was cool. Hmm. I'm talking about when I was ostracized for it. Now, hmm. it made me question whether or not I was who I was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Was I being offensive? Because I was in I was in different areas of of life or in different um different audiences, different experiences, and my personality wasn't embraced everywhere. Right. So not only that, but I was always the friend who was not trying to do what everybody else was doing. Right. So mm. I wasn't on the same vibe as everybody else, and I had to become very confident and <laughs> asserting of myself yeah. being who I was. I'm you know sorry. what I'm saying? I'm, like, I'm, really? laughing at you. I'm laughing at the ninja crawl that Shaquan is doing right now. With the behind the scenes, next level. behind the scenes. Oh, next oh yeah, level ninja crawl. Y'all can't yeah. see you. But my man, did next you, level. You next level crawling. I'm weak. <laughs> I'm there. Y'all ever see? Y'all ever see like the people like in the Scale movie, the like those spy movies? Yeah. When they try to get in the boat and they got like the laser beams. Oh yeah. My man out here. I just next level. I appreciate that. No, though. but like, I, give me an example when you feel like you couldn't be yourself. Listen. If I'm being a, if I'm being a keeping it a hundred, if if we going yeah. next level with this yeah, thing yeah, for are, real, yep. for real, mm -hmm. high school. Yeah. So, so I was always raised in Christian school, right? Uh -huh. But my dad worked in the middle of probably one of the biggest gang neighborhoods in Kansas City. Uh -huh. So mm -hmm. it was crazy. It was a big disconnect because I would go from being in church or church school all day long, right. and then I would get dropped off in the middle of the hood, mm. in the middle of projects. You know what I'm saying? So the people in the projects will be looking at me and looking at the people on the bus with me like, bro, who them squares on the bus with you? Yeah. And the people on the bus would be looking at me like, Mike, you not afraid to get off here? And I'm sitting there trying to let everybody know that everybody cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, hey, bro, they good. Hey, bro, they 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 good. Like, right. not only do I feel safe, but these are the reasons why I do. Right. Yeah. It's because of the people that are right here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. these are my brothers and stuff like that. But when I got to high school, even in the church, mm -hmm. it was a disconnect, disconnect, excuse me, because of because of uh, racial differences. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, I, it wasn't like a black majority of people. So mm -hmm. uh, the institution where I was at, it just, they really had a hard time controlling or quieting my personality. And I think that uh. that really stressed people. And because of that, I got in trouble for a lot of stuff that I didn't know or didn't realize. And it made me want to act out more. You know what I'm saying? But what I think balanced that was when I got to college with the same personality and it was embraced. Yeah. And it confused me. Because yeah. I was yeah. just like, wait, I just yeah. got in trouble for this. Y'all want me to keep speaking? Yeah. And it's a difference when somebody tries to quiet you and when somebody celebrates you. Because when, when I started being celebrated for my personality, I started being more intentional about making sure I put on and making sure I was making people proud of me. Yeah. Because now it's like, whoever this is supporting me, I want to make sure you always look good. I mean, but you all, I mean, but you always, bro, you always had the juice and you always had that big personality. Yeah. Which is why whenever somebody is gonna get married or something, or somebody to have an event, like you were always the go-to. That's crazy. You know, I've actually started speaking because of somebody asking me to do their wedding before I had experience. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, bro, this is your biggest day. You wanna use me for that? When you Shout signed, out to Bam and CC. Yeah, yeah. I see y'all. When you signed though, he signed the Far Speakers Academy. Facts. Yeah, so for those listeners that don't know, so I've been traveling and speaking on a professional level, you know, for 11 years. Um, and I recently started the Speakers Academy yeah. to kind of show other people, like, they got a message, they got a gift. So when Mike signed up for it, I was like, oh, he, he bought that life. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And, and I felt the love. Yeah. But I didn't feel the love when he played me at that wedding. <laughs> hey, I feel like Jay got something okay, on his chest. Let's like, get into like, it. Like, please. Let's get like, into it. What happened? 
Jay. I promise I'm going to go motivational in just a minute, but I just want to just say, like, you know what I'm saying? You, you threw me under the bus a little bit. Bruh. First off, all right, so first off, I went to speak. You know what I'm saying? I had a speaking engagement. I just got back, got settled, was going to my man's wedding. Mm-hmm. My man hit me the morning of the wedding, and I saw the message, but I was in, I was in bed with Tracy. I was like, ah, maybe he got, like, pregame jitter, so, like, let me pour into my man. My man was like, bro, Mike ain't going to be the make it. I need you to be the MC. I'm like, bro, I'm really trying to be low-key. Because sometimes going to those type of events yeah. can be weird. If you don't remember people's name, mm. they remember my name. Man, Jeremy, what's up, man? And you like, am I going to say the wrong thing? And then thing? I got to inv- introduce mm. them to my wife. And then and then it's real <laughs> awkward when people be like, you, re- you remember my name? So, like, bro, if you got to ask them, And I then you be like, hey, Tracy, ask me their name. I definitely don't remember so their name. Remember right. Fast. It's the worst. Fast. It's the worst. It's the worst. And I don't do well with small talk. Put that pressure on your wife. Yes. So I really just want to kind of be at the wedding, be behind the scenes uh-huh. in the cut. Yeah. So when they, my man, I was like, bro, can you ask this person? Can you ask that person? Yeah. My man tried to gas me up. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Sam. I love the kid. Sam was like, man, can't nobody do it like you do it. I said, actually, Mike Moss can. And he was like, yeah, but Mike can't make it. So I'm like, all right. So I go and I do my thing. And you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing my thing. I'm going <laughs> okay. to Mike. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We loosen the people up. We having a good time. I look up. Mike walked through the door. My man caught a flight, flew in from Costa Rica. And came on the scene, so I'm like, bet. So I get, I'm like, hey, I'm gonna do a quick handoff. I'm about to just connect you with my people. He was about to throw me a oop. I was, I was excited. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna do a smooth transition, and me and Tracy about to slide out anyway. You know what I'm saying? And so I introduced. I'm like, yo, y'all, this Mike, he gonna be taking over from here. Y'all show him some love. So I'm talking, but then the the father of the bride. That's what it was. The father of the bride. They they Nigerian. Uh huh. And so the father of the bride was like. I have these um, cola nuts, K-O-L-A, cola nuts. It's like an actual nut. All and right. he's like, we cut the nut in small pieces, and you eat it. And I guess it's like for good luck, but it gives you energy. Yeah. So I'm up in front of the people. I'm like, hey, anybody else can use a little cola nut tonight? You know what I'm saying? To be like a little jokey jokey, a clean, light little joke. Why you laugh, Crystal? Why did you laugh? What was funny about the cola nut? Why did it you gives laugh? Because it gives you energy. No, no, that's not funny, though. So she's chuckling about something. Why, why, why don't you tell us what you, what you think is funny no, about no, it? No, no, no. I'm trying to listen to the rest of the story. Yeah. Okay. So I before you be in dismissal, I'm the little cola nut into little pieces. Yep. And so I'm just, I'm just imagining where this story is going. So right. I'm, so I'm, I'm laughing. But she's laughing ahead of time. I ain't even threw you under the bus yet, right? Oh, but coming? she's already thinking it's funny. You know why? Because you know she's already thinking about where the you're comments, going. The people, <laughs> gonna go, the people are going to go in the comments take us and they're going to tell us whether Matter or not fact, hey, hey, the bus. Hey, right now in the comments, just say yet. I'm with Mike or I'm, I'm with Jeremy. Like, like you, you can just say it right Q, now. Like, keep it running with you hear this foolishness? All right, so let me real quick. I know so I'm, I'm talking and everything is great. And the father comes and presses me. He's like, Jeremy, I still have a lot of these cold nuts left. Remind the people to come and get their piece of cola nut. So I'm like, I grabbed the mic, I said, look y'all, before I give it to Mike, I need to make sure that all of y'all come up here and get a piece of your cola nut. It's important that everybody tonight gets their nut. <laughs> oh, what's, what's wrong? Oh, 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 what's wrong? What's wrong? Oh, Cause I hey, want them hey, to get hey, their cola Chris nut. dying. But Mike ain't so even into the story yet. Mike. No, 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 I think this moment is important. Wait, wait, wait. No, enjoy Hold yourself. On. Let me ask this question. What these people say? What these people yeah. say? Oh, it's a, that's it's a great it's question. A room, it's a room full of church folk, lots of prestigious pastors. Mm-hmm. And so Mike yeah. grabs the mic. Ooh. Mike grabs the mic and says, whoa, Jerry. Everybody get their nut? Seriously, Jeremy? And I'm just like... But you know what? I would have said the same thing. The, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. But see, it was, it was one of them jokes where it was only a, a group of people, maybe between 18 and 40, Actually, was like Kyle, rocking with me listening. Which when is, he comes back and which says, is 95% really, Jeremy? You just like drop really, Jeremy? You make sure they nut? heard that. I just dropped a subliminal. I didn't say like that. I said, Jeremy, is everybody else... I said, there's a lot of people in here saved. Be careful how you say your sentence. It was sentence. bad. It was bad. I'm thinking like, yo, and then just of threw course people the erupted more because they already thinking like that. They just like, oh yeah, go get your nut. Thinking like what? It was literally the a nut. First time. How many people? You had a dirty mind. What happened? I'm a man of God. Uh, you said what? You got a dirty mind. You got a whole mind. bunch of married couples there. That's clean as clean as it gets. You wouldn't call it. Okay. I'm not even gonna do that. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. Go ahead. I mean, all I'm gonna say is he said it once. That was good enough. Exactly. But you had to emphasize it though. Oh, Crystal, don't the switch sides now. This, this, you can't you do that. You emphasized it, nah. took it to another level. Crystal, you already I mean, made it. It's all about next level living. So I guess that's what yep. we're doing. Huh? You told me that you was with <laughs> me already. So everything but else I'm, is I going to be But and, and here's the crazy thing. I thought I was doing my thing, I, and I, I, I quickly left. Yeah. 
I checked the Instagram. Mike got grandmamas on the floor twerking. He turned the party <laughs> like, all the way Nigerian up. twerk. This is the holy twerk. Oh, that Nigerian that's twerk, twerk different. It, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that you know, they make it rain on each other for like customary. Yeah. No, listen to me. Oh, they, they were they The was, father they was going had me announced like three times to come and get your ones. Yeah. They what? was like, yo, we, they had a duffel had bag full of money. They were cash. I'm sorry, people out. I missed this part. Listen to oh, me. Oh, yeah. They had a duffel bag <laughs> They're going full hard. of money. So it sounded like y'all was right on point with what y'all was saying then. Oh. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. All right. So on today's episode <laughs> of Next Level Living, we're going to talk, talk about Let's something. Go. I just thought. <laughs> no, but Listen. for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they were they was, they was celebrating. <laughs> but we're going to talk about marriage yeah. yes. on the podcast. We're going to talk about finances. We're going to talk about wealth. Can we talk uh, about engagement? We're going to talk about mental health. Ooh. Let's talk about relationships in general. It. That's like halfway married, halfway not. Like that's that, true. Yeah. Ooh. That's Can we talk about? One. I want to talk about engagement, pre-engagement too. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna talk about it. All right. Let's talk about yeah, it. Yeah. We're gonna talk about that. It's gonna be good. So I'm, I'm let's excited. Talk about let's talk about single life too. Right. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about quarantine life. Let's yeah. talk about quarantine relationships. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be good. Ooh. So I'm excited. <laughs> quarantine <laughs> relationships. Please. Yeah, and how many people still together? Because we in, what, 2021 now? And we're kidding. still waiting to get that data because they say that, you know, it was already savage when it came to divorce before the pandemic. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But maybe we can kind of share. Oof. I would like to hear from y'all, like, what have you learned? Yeah. Oof. You know what I'm saying? How did you grow from the pandemic? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we're on the other side now, right? Yeah. yeah. How did you grow from the pandemic, A? And then, you know what I'm saying, how, what changed within you? Mm. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. Personal, personally, Personal, or like in a relationship. Start. Just period. Yeah, yeah. The relationship. Just personally, like, what did you, or what did, or what did you learn about yourself? Yeah. And how did you grow? Yeah. Personally, I had to challenge myself to new routines because mm. it's tough when you have to, when you know you have to go to a job every day. You know you got to set your alarm to wake up at a certain time. But when you're in quarantine, you have to make sure you're up. You're doing your work but you don't let your work just consume your life because mm. then that leads into a whole another set of depression. It's like, you're always on, you're always on. Okay. 10 o'clock at night, you still feel like you're at work because you never had a change of scenery. Yeah. You just had, okay, a change in time, but you're still at the mindset of, I need to be working because I'm at home. Yeah. And that part was the toughest to get through. Mm. And once I got through that, I was like, okay, I, actually I never really, Fully got through that because I'm in music. And in music, you work 24-7 anyway. But I did have to tell myself, you know what? I'm going to start working at 9. And after 6 o'clock, I'm going to shut it down. I'm going to go get dinner. And if somebody contacts me at dinner, I have to say I'm at dinner. Now, I can't feel uncomfortable saying that because I do need to make sure that I have time for my relationship. I have time for myself. Because if I don't and I do the same thing the next morning when I wake up. Right. I then start to decline in my personal health, mental yeah. health, physical health, all that stuff. So you had to start so setting boundaries? I had to start setting boundaries and better routines. Hmm. And I also had to start getting sunlight. I was in a dark apartment that didn't have much sunlight. And I noticed like my mood would just change and I wasn't like excited. I wasn't as like, you know, energetic as I mm -hmm. normally was. So once I got into, like I moved into another apartment, once I moved into a new apartment with sun, I felt so much better. Hmm. The environment is like so good for yeah, you. Yeah, for sun, sure. air, fresh air, all those things are very important for your, your overall health. Hmm. And so I, I had to learn how important all those things was during, going, during quarantine. I had to yeah. learn how important they were. True, true, yes. true. Yes. Um, so my ADHD won't let me be great. And I love what you were saying, but I cannot remember the exact question to start my thing off again. <laughs> so what we're going to do is, I'm not going to sit here and play what myself and try learn? to start. Because that was too good. My man said, my ADHD won't let me be great. It won't let me be great. Yeah. I, while you was finishing up, I was like, oh, that was good. Okay, Mike, which one was, yeah. you know what? So nope. what did you learn about yourself? There we go. And how did you grow through okay. the pandemic? Because everybody's Perfect. talking about how hurtful and painful and frustrating and depressing the yeah. pandemic was. Okay, but how we grow? Yeah. Right? Because we still yeah. here. Absolutely. We like, still folks, here. we still standing. We still strong. Ain't nobody yeah. left. Well, and no disrespect to those who lost loved ones, yeah, but I'm saying, sure. like, for those of us that are still in the land of the living, yeah. that are complaining and talking about how rough it was, we're obviously still sit here. So I would like for you to share with the people, like, how did you grow from the mm -hmm. pandemic and maybe what you learned about yourself? So, number one, let's start with what I learned. Number one, what I learned about myself is that I am not afraid to ask for help. Like, that's huge for me mm -hmm. because okay. so many times when people, I'm not going to even say that I assumed that I was strong, but sometimes when people 
assume that you're strong. They think that you only operate mm -hmm. in a sense of strength, right? Mm -hmm. And so what happens is that when you start walking in that, in that element for so long, you start to accept the strength that people placed on you. Not that you even, even might have had, yeah. but that someone else placed on you. So a lot of times I felt myself struggling and not wanting to ask for help because I didn't want to let someone down who saw me as strong or stop being mm. strong for somebody else okay, gotcha. who okay. needed me. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So Ooh. by the time I found out I was depressed, I had already been depressed right three times. Yeah. So um, I learned that it's okay to ask for help. Now, this is on the back end, you know, right. because number one, what I realized is that I, I've done therapy and I, I support therapy completely. I actually yeah. think it's Rex. one of the most life-changing yeah. things I've yeah. ever done. Rex. And I oh. preach this. Go yeah. ahead. And I've got... I got somebody for you from our previous conversation too. Okay, I perfect. So I appreciate I that. Just, yeah. Perfect. So I, I actually support that, especially with, with us black people. You know, like we don't look at it the same way. And for, mm -hmm. for myself, like mm -hmm. I needed to talk to somebody else. Right. Me holding on to yeah. all of that yeah. while going through yeah. it was too much. Yeah. It was way too much. So for, for me, getting to the point, and oh, one thing I realized was that travel was something I used as therapy. But it was taken from me because of COVID. Yeah. So listen, my everyday life is a little unorthodox. Kind of like Crystal's, I'm always on the go. So your, new, your, new, your middle name is Frequent Flyer. Mike okay. Frequent Flyer Miles. Okay. You, you, you go. How many miles you got? A, a, a <laughs> listen, <laughs> Which I, listen, the miles I get, I don't even get credit for. They, they tell me I, I'm not even eligible for miles because uh, I, I have to travel so, so much. Like, yeah. I don't even get that. But so, so you feel like quarantine, you was you was pushed away, you wasn't able to really connect, and when you kind of felt like I should reach out, you kind of pulled back because you was like, man, I don't want to not necessarily look weak, like you're trying yeah. to pose, but you like, man, they may be struggling too. Yeah. So let me not focus. Let me not put what I got going on on them. Yeah. Let me just try to weather this thing out myself. But, 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 oh, go but ahead. also, I think it's important to because you touched on the therapy part of it, right. and in our communities, therapy is is you know frowned upon a little bit. Right. And we already got so much like stacked up against us, and we're like, okay, do we really want us being in therapy on our record? Like, if we you know are in a situation where they have to do a background, like if if therapy comes up, do they think I'm you know crazy inequipped? To, mm -hmm. to handle this situation? Do they yeah. think I'm, you know, incompetent in certain situations? True. So it's like therapy for us is like, all right, can we do it in a safe place to where it doesn't feel like it's going to come back to bite us? Yeah. Or, you know, are we even able to do this without anyone judging us for it? Mm -hmm. So right. therapy is, is something that we do need to eventually get into, yeah. like deeper into. Yeah, yeah. for sure. What you mean needed. by that? A lack of trust. I think even when it comes to even, especially, you know what I'm saying, people of color, even going to the doctor. Mm. So we're going to have, we're going to talk mm, yeah, about that on some podcast too, yeah. because that, that is a thing. Yeah. But I'm glad that you recognized it, because yeah. I imagine there's probably millions of people that were spiraling that's still yeah. trying to figure out, you know what I'm saying, why do I feel this way and don't even realize like they functioning depressed. Yeah. You know it's, it's hard to be the first person to admit that you need help around you. Yeah. Because everyone is operating in a sense of being okay. So when you start to feel it, you already feel worse about the fact that you are about to admit that you're mm -hmm. not okay. When everybody's giving you credit Ooh. for being strong. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you, it's, you know I, who fuels that? You said what? Social media. Yeah, for sure. Well, folks be out here making it seem like like everything is perfect. And I'm like, man, just talk talk about your challenges. Yeah. yeah. So when I be speaking, people yeah. are like, oh, you're so powerful, you're so relatable. I'm not really that deep. I'm just transparent. Yeah. That, I don't mind talking that, about my struggles, that, depression, anxiety, yeah. feeling a certain type of way, the mistakes you, I made from the yeah. past. Yeah. I'm open. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like the truth stuff shut us free. You know what I'm saying? And I believe that the more that we share our truth, you know what I'm saying? So imagine had mm -hmm. you, and I don't, I'm sure you were vocal, and I know you were fasting. Uh, for a time from social media, which is hella healthy. Yes. But imagine when you, if you went to the grandma, which is like, hey, y'all, I'm, I'm going to take off for a while. I've been dealing with supreme, severe depression. Mm. I'm just going to back up. I'll come back and tap in with y'all in a couple yeah. of months. Y'all pray for me. Wait. I'm about to get some counseling. How would that free other people? Yes, but wait, something you said, I'm healing from like depression, right? Mm -hmm. So someone told me recently, I can't remember who it was, but they were like, there's a difference from healing from trauma and healing from depression. Ooh. Depression is like something right, that's yeah. like apparent in here and now. But yeah. trauma is something that you've had for a long time and you've never healed from. Wow. And you need to heal from that. And you can't label it as depression because healing from depression is completely separate treatment plan than healing from trauma. Do you get healed from depression or released from depression? 
See, you... Uh, First of all, I'm, I'm thinking... But the thing I'm, is, oh is that God. we don't even know how to distinguish the two right now. Hmm. Is something traumatic? Are you traumatized from people talking about you all your life because you had a certain issue? Yeah. Or are you depressed because you had that issue? You're most likely traumatized if it's an issue that's been lasting your whole life. Right. So you have to heal from that trauma first so that it doesn't become an ongoing state of what you think and what you call depression. Right. So it's... They're, and it's two separate things. And I wish our community knew more about healing from each versus just labeling it as anxiety or depression or, or you know, just... If this podcast mm-hmm. ended right now, I just learned something. Like, if, if this was the end of the show, right. like, I just, I just picked something up. I yeah. had no idea there's a difference between healing from depression and healing from trauma. Because mm-hmm. yeah, when, yeah, I, when yeah. I went to go get help, it was a mixture of both. Mm. Yeah, and so tip, a lot of times, and so I'm, you, so I'm glad you gained some. I'm going to shoot you my cash app so you can show me how much you love me. You know what I'm saying? In case you wanted to just... Boom, boom. Oh, you want my cash out so I can bless you. I'm going to give it to somebody. I'm going to pay it for I'm still, I'm, I'm still, I'm paying I'm for still it for hurting, her. Jay. Yeah. I'm still hurting. Like, you. you can still help me. You. <laughs> I'll say this. I'll say this. Typically, you'll have the trauma. Yeah. So a lot of people... All right, so we're going to go deeper. So let me just... Let me hit surface. You have trauma. The pain from the trauma keeps you in a dark place which is what brings you to the depression because you're focusing on the past and whatever happened, the inequalities, the insufficient, you don't feel good enough, somebody hurt you, somebody violated mm-hmm, you, they took mm-hmm. advantage of you, they break your heart. You, that trauma now has you in a state of depression. Well, we don't realize it, but when people's watching Fox News and uh, CNN and MSNBC, not only was they dealing with loved ones that was passing from the virus, they weren't able to go to the grocery store. I mean, go to the grocery store, but they weren't able to go to ball games and parks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They weren't able to be as social. When yeah. the loved one passed, you wasn't, mm-hmm. people was doing Zoom funerals. You know what I'm saying? You ain't yeah. be able to go to baby blessings yeah, and weddings. Yeah. Like, That's fact. And all that pain, and then you're watching the numbers rise. That can be yeah. traumatic. 100,000 deaths, 200,000 deaths, yeah. 1.2 million. Like, yeah. oh, that's, that's traumatic. But then you mix everything that's happening with the pandemic and the folks quarantining and the, and the virus, and then you look at the social unrest. Yeah. I don't even be watching them videos. No. You know what I, I'm saying? I but, when I saw, but when I saw George Floyd, I got hooked and was mesmerized. I'm thinking, Ooh. like, surely he's going to let him up. I'm like, minute two, minute three, minute four, minute nine, six, seven, eight, nine. I'm thinking like, yo, this is sick. And that's traumatic. And so now when the news shows it over, I told one of my homeboys who struggled from depression, he one of my OGs. I said, bro, kill the news. He's like, I got to stay updated with the virus. I said, you don't, bro. No, you don't. Log in, Washington Post. You can look it up, CDC. You ain't got to watch that all day long. Ain't ain't, ain't nothing that happening that quick. We're addicted to stress. So it's like, that's the stuff that continues to trigger us. There's also trauma addiction. Like, you have to see it for yourself. You cannot keep seeing these things for yourself because what you're doing is you're damaging your spirit. You're damaging the avenues to your soul. And more than anything, you know we need to protect the avenue to our soul. Right. And so it's like you keep watching these things. It's like, okay, well, I got to see it to believe it. I got to see it to believe it. No, you don't. No. You know what's happening. No. Just like when there's a shooting, it's like people want to lock in. It's almost like, man, this is better than... And nobody wants to see somebody pass, but there's something sick like in the mind, man. Mm -hmm. That's why the word says, think whatever is true, whatever is holy, Mm -hmm. whatever is pure, whatever is noble, whatever is kind. Like, that's really what's helped me throughout my mental health journey. It's really trying to govern what I put in my brain, um, you know what I'm saying? What I put in my body, like what I allow my eyes to see, because that thing can that thing can mess me up. It can mess you up, yeah. yes. So, and, and so I don't want to go too far, yeah. but I'm glad and proud of you, bro, for you realizing, man, this sucks. Uh, and, you know, we talk about the disc assessment, and you a high eye, just like me. Yeah. Very outgoing, yeah. very gregarious mm-hmm. personality, mm-hmm. and when you can't connect with the people. It's tough. And then you then you seeing people passing, your loved ones, work is weird, you're not able to travel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, you was like a bird, bro. You was all over the globe. Bro, I, and it, it becomes it becomes natural to me. Like, and traveling for work still feels different than traveling for myself. Mm-hmm. Traveling for, for work is okay, I gotta get these routes down, and then as a reward, I get a hotel later on as a break, and I get to unwind, reset, and then after four or five days, I get to go home. And do it all over again after I take my days. When I'm resting for myself, I'm choosing where I'm going. I put myself in the environment. I get a chance to see the things that make me happy, that make me appreciate life, that make me more intentional. Mm-hmm. And now all of those things work together. Mm-hmm. So, and you're also not on a schedule. And I'm not on a schedule. Yeah. So yeah, when quarantine happened, they told me, they, was, they gave us the option. They was just like, you can take off for up to 90 days. 
And basically, it by people who are more senior in my job voluntarily taking off for for that amount of time that was offered, it gave people that were junior a chance to keep their job. Mm-hmm. So what a lot of people done because a lot of people were scared mm-hmm. about it. It was like, oh, I'll spend time with my family. Mm-hmm. I'll do that. And I knew how afraid my family was. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm going to spend more time yeah. with them. That'll be a relief to them because they worried about me flying anyway. Mm-hmm. I'll sit and relax for a little bit. And it was like the best thing in the world. I was like, did you I get, can't. Did you get paid for that? Uh, so we get we 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 got unemployment from yeah. that, which actually okay. was good okay. last year too. Yeah. So it wasn't unemployment was wasn't bad, especially to sit still. But my it it started off as something I was excited about. After about week two of mm-hmm. sitting still and not doing nothing, I was just like, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I, I need to be productive. Yeah. Right. Like I got to start right. moving. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't have that option. It's just I felt it in me. You know, I, somebody was t- somebody told me when the pandemic first hit, they was just like, "Yo, man, Jeremy, you should do a motivational speech and talk about how the pandemic is going to bring out the best in us." And I was Oof. like, "Yeah, you're right." Then when I thought about it, Oof. I said, "Is the pandemic really going to bring out the best in us, or is the pandemic going to already show us what's inside of us?" You feel me? Like, is it going to really just all of a sudden make me, or is it going to make me rise to the occasion? You feel me? And so I don't believe that the pandemic just all of a sudden said, okay, people are going to switch gears. I believe people got exposed. Educators got exposed to be the creatives that they are. You know what I'm saying? Like um, tech people got exposed to be super creative. You know what I'm saying? People in the food industry, like people had to be creative and be progressive to make adjustments. I know five to six multimillionaires now that we'll be having on the podcast throughout this season that was working for other companies Mm-hmm. But they were forced into greatness. Yeah, they were they were literally in positions where things was not working out for them. Yeah. They got let go by their jobs and was like, "Man, let me use my gifts, my talents, my skills." And now they ain't working for nobody. I know people right now that's making six figures a year because they say, "You know what? You're gonna take this from me. I'm not gonna put my destiny in your hands no more." And so that right there is different. And so I don't think necessarily that the pandemic. Um, brought out the best in us. I think it showed no. us what was already inside of us, but sometimes you no. got to be forced. I, I mean, I think that's true for some people. For other people, it's like it brought out the worst in them. Facts. And for other people, Facts. it's like it brought out the creativity in them for sure because they had to get creative with how that was going to make their money stretch. Facts. Because, you know, the government didn't supply much, but the people was like, I still have to make a living. I still have to take care of my kids. Right. I don't have a job. You know, unemployment only does so much, and they have a big family. So it forced them to be, I think, more, more creative with how they bring in the money or more creative with how they actually feed their families. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and and I think everybody's situation, that's a good point you brought up. Everybody's situation is unique because yeah. some people just like, I literally know people that's like, yo, I hate the fact that so many people lost their lives, yeah. but they're like, but this was the best year yeah. of my life. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. But then that's I know true. people that's like, there's, the extreme opposite. Yeah. They're like, yo, this was the worst year of my life. Yeah. I lost my husband. I lost my yeah. wife. Or I lost my child. Or I lost my parents. And I lost my job. Yeah. And I lost my home. Like, it's it's crazy. But it, you know bring, what I'm saying? it brought everything to the surface, though. That's right. one thing you can't deny. The pandemic brought everything to the surface. Right. It's like, you're going to have to deal with it. Right. And they're in, and just and just like every, this is, just to show you how extreme everybody's situations can be, there are some couples that realize I don't like you. Yeah. Like, there's some married couples. My man was thinking, like, I, I, miss, I miss working 50 hours a week. I got to be here with you all day long. But then you yeah. got some people like me that's blessed. And, you know, and my yeah. wife, fine. She bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. So I'm blessed to be around my wife all the time. Yeah. And y'all blessed. And I lo- yep. Yeah, and I love my kids. Now, that was hard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because my kids got the juice, boy. You know what I'm saying? So when that school opened yep. up, I was like, we give you mm-hmm. all the <laughs> yes. glory. Listen, God. I get it. And y'all also blessed with space and opportunity. Yeah. The think about the people yeah. that was in the one-bedroom apartments looking at each Listen, other. Listen, perspective. You, this, all right. that's, I'm convicted. You on top of each other all day. I'm convicted. Y'all can't go out the house because you got to wear space. a mask. We got a little you space in, here. You at app stay-at-home order, and you just looking at each other in this one-bedroom home, Ooh. one bathroom, and you like, I can't even go to the bathroom without like, having to see you. Convict me like that. <laughs> so I'm got saying little, we, we got to talk space about both ends of the spectrum. Right, but yes. here I am complaining. Yes. About my two kids, and there's some folks that have four or five kids. In one house, and, and they have to be teachers. They have to be at work. 
And they have to do it all at the same time. I'm the worst. Now, all the thumb down that this video is going to get, and everybody that's listening that's going to write a bad review, show me some grace. They're going to be like, Jeremy, out of touch. Don't do that. You're not out of touch. You are just living at a level that people are aspiring to get to. But these people are on their way to the next level. You at the next level. Keep you rocking still with this going. podcast. I you like still that. going. I promise we're going to get you there. It's some people that you ain't, ain't that reached that yet. Yeah. That's wow. real. We have to figure this out. Yo, that's... Yeah. yeah. That's, I feel that's, convicted, though. You feel Because when, when you talk about perspective, like, everybody perspective. got a different perspective. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And y'all, I'm going to say it now, but you'll hear me say it again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I believe, like, yo... There are some things that we complaining about somebody else is praying for. Yes. So yes. think about all the people that's- some people that's, couldn't that's, have kids. Yeah, that's complaining uh, about, these kids getting on my nerves, yeah. but think about the people who can have kids. Or think about the people kids. who love me who lost their children. Yeah. Or complaining about their spouse. I can't stand him. Let yeah. me tell you something. Like, there are some husbands that wish their wife would come to the door with mm -hmm. the attitude one more time. Mm -hmm. wow. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. This car, get, I, I need me a new car. It's people just in Atlanta jumping on the martyr yeah. or, or trying to bum a ride. I can't stand this job. Well, six months ago, you was praying for this job. Yeah. And there's somebody else praying for the very position you're complaining about. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. And so I, I felt convicted. This, I remember mm -hmm. sometimes I was complaining about some stuff, and God was like, oh, okay. Well, there's somebody about two miles away that's praying for this position. Yep. Why are you sitting here complaining about yep. it? And, and so I just think that perspective. Huh? And willing to do whatever to get it. Mm -hmm. Why are you taking days off? They want to do whatever it takes to put them in that position. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's to what... What fuels me? Because yeah. I feel like it's somebody already always coming to take my spot, you know, but, as a speaker, as a husband, as a father. Like I want to be the best I can be. But it's good that you you're humble though. Like you're not about to say, "Oh, I'm above this." Like you you're above certain things in a sense because you're not gonna settle. But you're not above like understanding other people's circumstances, and that's what makes you so like relatable and special. Right, like right, you're right. actually gonna be like, "Let me take a pause and let me reflect on what it is that maybe I am out of touch with." You know, and that's very mm -hmm. important because as you grow, you always want to reach back and always want to like make sure people are, you know, understanding what you're saying and you're right. not too, too far, you know, yeah. ahead. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm curious while we compliment you for that, because that's definitely absolutely true. But what what is it? What goes into you? You being the same person in terms of um, reachable, you know, what I'm saying how are you able to be accessible still, even where you are now? When you say accessible, you mean like so, so many people still have access to you. You still show love to to people from before too that may not have anything in common with you where you are now. Like what allows you to still make them feel special or them feel heard when 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 they reach out or whatever. Or so remember the call I had yesterday. Which one? In in the truck. Because you know you get thirty seven calls <laughs> in 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 thirty minutes. No, no, and I'm talking about he's answering the calls no, and responding real. to everybody. Like I tried. Last time I checked, I was at 432 text messages. Oh, I no. I always stay between three and 400. Why? I don't even want to think about it. That's I just, crazy. I don't, man, it's a lot it of just take a lot of energy to respond to texts. And, huh? and I can't do them all. Uh, yeah. But it's a lot. But I, I'll say this, though. I want to try to, I'm big on mental health. Okay. So I'm always going to make sure I'm in a decent space. I'm always yeah. going to make sure that I'm doing okay within yeah. me. Um, but I do try to connect the people. I still got the same number I had when I was in college. That's crazy. I've literally had wow. the same number since 99. That's crazy. I just aged myself here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I still got yeah. like that same number. I know exactly what you was thinking, but we'll bring up that joke <laughs> later. Oh, you already know. I'm a, I'm a ninja. Let me talk through it, Jay. Let me talk through it. So, sorry, we got, so we got an it's, ongoing it's little, joke. Okay. Yeah. Mike's we, we been trying to, to Mike, for the longest, Mike's been trying to figure out. Crystal's age, and I think it's so hilarious. Yeah, and it wasn't even a big deal at first. It wasn't a big deal until she told me no. Like, <laughs> hold on. Because you that's asked not, me my age, and I was like, why am I going to tell you my age? Like, why? Why would I tell you my age? So he didn't try everything from 36 to 34 to 40 to 22. I'd just be sitting here laughing. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm everything in between, just. And all I, of that. It I don't matter. I let y'all know we're going to get to the bottom of it. Like, <laughs> so, I don't know, I don't I don't know so. what's the big secret. Like, so. for me, I didn't care as much until I realized that she cared too much. Mm -mm, yeah. And now, mm -mm. I'm on, I'm, I just now, think it's irrelevant. Wait. I just, now, it's now, not, now I don't I care about it, it. And it's just like, it's, 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 it doesn't up. matter. It doesn't matter. It's, so you, on, it's so on age. What to find out, though. Irrelevant. But I'm, I'm gonna it's going to slip out. You guys just. It's not, it's actually not. It might not. 
had a so lot of training think, in this area. Oh, oh, <laughs> I think for me. Okay. So, uh, people out there, uh-huh. if you Google it, everybody it's watching like, the show, you'll get any age between twelve and like fifty-eight. Yeah. It's 99 we'll it even. So basically, this is her open. I mean, telling us she can't be trusted. Being around the world and I, yeah, yeah. Like, she's experienced a lot of life. You know except, what I'm saying? She's experienced everything except birthdays. <laughs> you stupid. Right? Nah, I so experienced that's what those. I, I live up my birthdays. You just ain't going to have my numbers up there. That's what, that's what you're not going to do. Don't bring no big aluminum actually, numbers that say actually, my age. The last, Why would you do that? Actually, the last... I'm not even Don't. Okay. So look, to answer your question. Jay, you got information? No, he yeah, does I do. not. And you've been holding out? I'm, little, I'm just going, you know what I'm saying? I mean, this is very Hey, women, women, deserve, women deserve the I got, right. I, I'll make a deal. If you tell me Crystal's real age, I will not put it out in public. But I'll I tell you after the show. Say less. He's That's not going to you. <laughs> oh, I'm about to he say fell for it too. He's like, say less. I, I, it's all, I can fall for it because if I don't get it, then y'all going to hear me right back here round two. We'll, we'll see. We'll do Let it again. Let me answer your question before we wrap. Be um, for me, I try to connect with, with people as much as possible. My, when we were at the airport, my man just hit me. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I met yeah. this dude years ago. You know what I'm saying? Had a smooth relationship. We weren't buddy-buddy, but he was a great guy. Right. I connected with him, poured into him, ministered to him while I was staying in touch. And then, you know, you kind of, you, you excel, you grow, and you can't connect with as many people. And my man was, like, blowing me up. And I realized, like, I've been missing this call. And I was like, let me tap in with him and found out that he must have got jammed up and just got out of prison. Just oh, wow. And was like, yo, man, just want you to know I still love you. Thank you for being there for me when I needed you. Ooh. And just want to let you know I'm doing better now. I see all the stuff you're doing. I love it. I was like, man, praise God. I prayed with him. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Had to get off the phone and keep it moving. And it, but 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 this is the thing. You had that heart to heart with this gentleman, and then right after talking to somebody who had just got out of prison, hadn't spoken to him for a while, we had the same admiration and respect mm-hmm. for Jeremy. Somebody else calls right after, t- showing him his new Rolls Royce that he just got. I'm talking about how you go from the pen to the next call. Somebody's like, "Oh, check this out. This is what the business is doing." Da 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 da. We gotta celebrate this. Jay, we got to do it. All and walks I'm, of life. And I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here on the other side. You know when you see something that's like crazy and you try to keep your cool, like, like, yeah, I mean, I'm used to seeing whatever Jeremy used to. And then, no, I ain't. Like, bro, that was crazy. Hey, but not any Rolls Royce. Yeah. It was the coloring. Uh, we do got to highlight so that. So, like, again, is it available for dinner? Because I'm right. trying to pull up. In- right. And he was like, yo, I'm having a whole release. And I was like, I can't make it. But right after that, I got a call from, I won't name her name. It started with a C. Yeah. And her grandmother just died. Yeah. One so of I had sisters? to pray yeah. for her uh, and yeah. minister to her. Yeah. This is why I'm doing business yeah. deals and driving across the city. Yeah. And he's driving. Jay is driving. And so it makes sense when people say, like, Jay, you really need a driver. Like, you need somebody to oh, drive you around. Bro, yeah. that's my because he, for 22 bro, too. you work so much. Like, I don't know how I could... I just told you I couldn't even remember the two things to respond with my ADHD. I don't know how you're getting so much stuff done while moving around, yeah. picking us up, scooping us. Like people in your Wait. position wouldn't even come pick me up from the airport. Like my, oh. my bro was like, "Heck nah, bro, I'm coming to get you." And I'm just like, Jay, I can, I can Uber to you. bro. No, I'm coming to get you, bro. And I'm like, No, no, no. All right, man. You didn't and it's want to Uber to him. Just trust me. Oh, uh, <laughs> I still feel bad. Is, I still feel bad. There's so much underlying stuff that we got to put the game bad with. Bad. Like, like, do you want to get this out your system? Like, did you have a tough time I mean, getting over to the crib yesterday? It was a little bit of a tough time. Yes, yes, it was. And you know what? <laughs> I want, I want you to briefly share, and then I'm going to share a healthy spin. All right. Because I think this is going to help some people. All right. But I'm, I'm going to save my part. Go ahead. And okay. It was First a- off, let me just say, I should have sent a driver to pick you up. Let me just say that. That's my precious cousin. She flew in from L.A. You know what I'm saying? Y'all feel me? I, she flew in from L.A. I should have definitely had a driver pick her up, and I was going to pick you up. But, your but my flight was, was delayed, delayed out, and, and I, I know, had to speak and virtually. I know, yeah, he and had to speak. I know when you asked me how was the ride, and I was honest with you. Oh, she, she didn't even respond. She sent me a picture. <laughs> oh, that was her response? Bro, the, the car Bro. was so... I you know what I told her? I was like, yo, pull over. He was like, pull over, get out. I was like, I cannot. <laughs> yeah, I'll still, and I'll still cash that man out. <laughs> right, right. But I'm going to have a black but, but yeah, pick you yeah, up. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. Listen, this man's <laughs> car would look like it had been in several accidents. Inside like, and out. Inside and out. It looked like he was on his 15,000 Uber ride, and it looked like he hadn't cleaned it since the first one. When okay? I saw that car, 
I instantly thought of the Bible story of Jonah when he was swallowed by a whale. You know why? Because I have a very vivid imagination. I was just like, this must have been what it looked like living on the inside of a whale for three days. Like, you eat it's little bad. fish, there's minnows, there's there's all uh, kind of sea stuff. Like, it's, that's what I saw all over the floor. I was hot. This man said, hot. you know what? I need to get gas, so we're going to go right here to the racetrack. He, <laughs> did, he didn't get gas by using the car? Yes. You lying. Yes. Bruh, oh, bruh, I didn't even hear that bruh, part. Bruh, I told <laughs> Wait, what? That was I just said, stop right there. I said, get out the Uber right now. I'll have another one pick you up. You know what I'm saying? And, and, but then by by then she had had some conversations with him, and she knew was, that he was already going he pulled a hard string. Yeah, yeah. This and man then, said, I was, but I'm still a little hot, so I'm like, all right, when we all get here, I'm gonna check my man. But I was thinking like, and shoot, I said, no, nah, don't do know, that. He's gonna know where I live. He, and then yeah. the spirit fell upon me. But go ahead and share yeah, your piece. Yeah, no, this man had been through so much. He had had like a heat stroke, and then his eyes got turned inward. Then he had to have eye correction surgery. And then he had three like heart replacements and he had to start like doing dance in order to like get his his equilibrium back together. Mm, wow. And I was like, man, this car is dirty, but I know this man has a strong testimony. Wow. And I'm just gonna stay here because I know mm. that if I were to leave, I would feel like a terrible human being, knowing mm. that he's been through so much, and I'm sitting up here like knowing that. I don't want to ride in this car because it's so filthy, but to, to, to choose myself over making sure that this man doesn't have any other health issues as a result of me hopping out the car, mm. I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to choose myself. I'm going I'm to I'm choose this man because he needs that's this small, more than man. I do. That's next level. And so that's, mm. that's where I was. That's why I was telling you, no, nah, don't go off of the, don't, don't say nothing to this man like he's been through enough. Wow. Let me be clear. Yeah. When we talk about like next level living in Q, we talked about this. We're not saying we at the pinnacle of next level. It's the constant <laughs> pursuit. Yes. And yes. sometimes we yeah. fall in and out of it. Facts. Yeah, you do. And for a hot, for a hot second, check out the oxymoron. For a hot second, I was on some, man, I want my cousin to have that next yeah. level. I should have seen like a black suburban yeah. to get you. Yeah. And God yeah. was like, nah, son, she on her next level. Yeah. Which is why I sent this yeah. guy here with yeah. a banged up car, junky, dirty, mm -hmm. but that had all these heart issues yep. and all these eye issues and heat strokes yep. so that you and your presence could minister to mm -hmm. him. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. So he was like, she on the side so, yeah, we She finna talking. be in luxury yep. for the next couple of days. She ain't got to worry about nothing. Yep. But in this moment here, I need her to be a blessing yep. to him. Because I put him at peace. He was too worried about like having to get gas. And he was just like, no, I've been through so much. And I'm like, so, you know, it's okay. Like, mm. you know, I'm glad you're here today. And and I felt like he needed to hear those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got sure. a calm yeah. spirit anyway. Yeah, he should have paid you. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> For real. You know what, Jay? It's levels to it. Yeah. And I started, but I I started to hit like that little five percent. <laughs> I'm like, man, let me give him thirty percent tip. I was let me hot, give though. Him 30 <laughs> I was like, yeah. let me bless him. Yeah. But that's deep. But it just, you know, it felt like he, it was a calling for a reason. I've never been in an Uber that bad, never in my life. But it was a reason why I was there. Damn, I'm sorry. And so, it's like, spiritually, I, I felt like it was on another level that I was called to be there. Yeah. Next but level. yeah, like, it was. That's, that's <laughs> It's next level, not even just like, you know, externally, internally, it's important too. Absolutely. Because you have to get to a point where no matter what you're in, you still feel like, you know what, I can thrive in this, I can yeah. thrive in any environment I'm Fact. put in because your mm, mind is on the next level. That part. Yeah. Yeah, when I, my, I, I'll share it later. And we'll go into more details, but my first time in India, I was in the Yagari Hills, mm. and um, I was there to speak. Mm -hmm. But that type of experience had me humble, had me grounded, um, and that, but they had to have I had to have like that mental strength, you know what I'm saying? Like that mental strength to like lock in, like okay, I'm gonna be able to get through this. It's not as comfortable as I like. It's not what I'm used to. But I got to do what I got to do to execute the mission. And so yeah. I kind of think about yeah. what you had in that experience. You was like, you know what? I'm going to be okay. Yeah. When I leave here, I got a great life in Cali. Mm -hmm. I'm finna be in Atlanta with my cousin and my mm -hmm. people for the next couple of days. Yep. My man still here, still going through the struggle. I'm going to let my energy execute upon yep. him. Yeah. And there are times when I'm on that same mission, but I got to be coherent. That's why in the morning, I be praying, Mike, like, man, God, help me to catch that moment. Because yeah. there's been times I'll go, I'll be having a great day. Yeah. And I'll go in the store or something to check out. And homegirl got an attitude. And the week, Ooh. the week, Jeremy, when yeah. I'm not thinking about it, the week me would be like, what you got an attitude with me for? I'm a child of the king. Like, don't miss me with that negative energy. Mm -hmm. And God would be like, son, you so weak. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I placed her in your position. Greater is he that's in me. Mm -hmm. 
I need you to speak life. I need you to be encouraging to her. I need you to speak love. I need for her to leave from you and mm-hmm. to feel changed. Mm-hmm. So I need you to use that same charisma, that personality, yep. you know what I'm yep. saying, to put a little smile on her face, yep. to give her a word of encouragement, yep. you know what I'm saying, to let her know she ain't going to always be here, beep, beep, you know, bag and stuff like, there is greater things that you yep. have in store. You want some, how she make you feel, but I'm on some, how you going to make her feel? Yep. And so sometimes we got next level living. It's like, okay, I got to take myself out of it because yep. it's not about me. It's about the other it's person. It's not. And yep. we are outlets. You know that, right? Hmm, talk about we it. We are outlets. People have to plug into us talk to be it. re-energized. Talk about now, it. Now, if we meet somebody that's not energized, they battery on dead, and we telling them like, you on dead, you on dead. We preaching to the choir. Hmm. They need our outlet in order to plug in to re-energize. Hmm. So you saying we the... We they they plug into us. They plug into us, and then we gotta then yes. plug into God. Now they can give us some some trash. Again, they can give us a dead battery, hmm. and we're like, this is I'm not messing with this dead battery. Right. You came to me dead, but that's not our job. Our job is to refill. Our job is to re-energize. Our mm-hmm. job is to shine that light that we yeah. have, yeah. so that they can leave feeling better than they came with. Right. And that's so, that greater yeah. than me. That's right. it. Ray greater is he that's yep. in me than he that's in you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. we got to help them. You said replenish. Mm-hmm. You said recharge. Yeah. She said renew. Plug you know in. what I'm saying? Rejuvenate. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like all of those. But, um, in, but in that same breath, we then have to make sure that we do it for ourselves. And that's where people go wrong. Yes. That's where people go wrong. Mm-hmm. People will serve, serve, serve. But mm-hmm. it's like we have to come back and retreat. Mm-hmm. Tracy struggles with that. Mm-hmm. Tracy will bend over backwards and do anything mm-hmm. and give, 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 give until she just disappears. So my uh, my mental health coach, Dewan, my man was like, yo, bro, you got to watch your girl because she's got such a big heart. Yeah. She yeah. will bless so many people. Yeah. So you got to make sure you protect her and you set up boundaries, but also making sure she take care of herself. Yep. It's, the very important. That's the, the it's, yep. it's the boundary for me. I'm